Welcome to RCS. I'm Dan. And I'm Nick. We are uh, coming to you from Drivers Club, uh, brought to you by all of our good sponsors at Avance, Drivers Club, Haggerty, Carter Subaru, Griot's Garage, Rainier Beer, and Salvo Design, and America's Automotive Trust. And don't forget, with Griot's Garage, you get 10% off with the code RCS. 10. RCS 10. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> so, I use it a lot. The shortest I really, code I ever. really should. Like, like, <laughs> I have forgot to put that in there. Sometimes I'll just be like, RCS. I'm like, yep. Yep. That's us. <laughs> I have a question for you. Okay. Allegedly, someone I know um, crossed a red light in the Renton district, which, by the way, if you get a ticket, a, a photo ticket in Renton, it comes from Tempe, Arizona. Just thought I'd throw that out mm. there. I don't know if that's legal. And they are opposed to you can't see who they are driving and Mm -hmm. i am of the uh, alleged factor of like if you can't see who's driving the car then they can't prove it but and also that is a parking infraction for 130 dollars makes a lot of sense yeah but if a cop pulls you over and does it it's a lot it's a big infraction like and that's like that's like an insurable thing but my point was i said to them i said just go tell the court you weren't driving and they're you know sound mind and nice and honest and they they mentioned the word purge purge yourself and so i don't know i'm I'm wondering if people have done that like check the box that says i wasn't driving you go into court and say that was the car allegedly allegedly if you were to do that yeah they were the burden of proof would be on the state and therefore your ticket would be automatically dismissed okay in the state of washington i am also under the very firm belief that a uh, a camera is not a cop and, well, and that's uh, why and that's why it's a parking fine, apparently. Yeah, and not a, an actual p- driving infraction. I, I, yeah, I, you know, family of law enforcement, all that, but yeah, uh, yeah I, I would never pay one of those in my life. Well, and the funny thing is, is this person is a very safe driver, which is funny to me why they would even be caught like that. So I don't know. I, like I said, it's not you know, if, you, if I mean I've loaned my car out to people, and you know, things I, could happen. I read 1984. I am all on board of shooting those <laughs> oh, signs. Wow. I, okay. Like, I have a firm line there. Like, sure. Cameras and, like, s- surveillance society kind of pulls a trigger in me that says, no, 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 no. Well, I remember many, many years ago, they put a bunch of cameras in. It was, it was in, like, Phoenix or something like that, and they got millions of dollars worth of tickets out there, and everybody refused to pay because they yeah. said that wasn't me. So. Yeah, there's, a couple, there's been a couple places in different cities across the U.S. where they've torn them down. Mm-hmm. Uh, one in Washington that I know of where they physically went and tore them down at night and kept doing it until they stopped putting them back up, oh. which I think is the proper response to those in your neighborhood. Um, I feel like that could lead to a bigger and, charge, but yeah. Yeah, I agree. But <laughs> yeah. here's the thing with those, and the data backs it up, and I'm a big data person, like prove it, prove me wrong kind of thing. Yeah. Like if, if the data lines up and says, yes, it makes people say, drive safer and slow down, then I'm all for it. Um, not in cameras. I still don't believe in a surveillance society, but in all studies of those cases, they make people drive faster every single time. Because you speed up to try to go through the light. You speed up or you slam on your brakes at the last second, which gets you rendered because you don't want to get the fine. This happens all the time in Seattle. They do not make things better. They do not make things safer. And I'm vehemently <laughs> opposed to those. Um, I think they're, if anybody cared anything about, you know, if money wasn't the factor in these for the state, there would be like people up in arms saying these are a safety issue. Like they're making things worse. Yeah. But when there's money involved, we can overlook a lot of things around here. Speaking of stopping short, I was coming back from Spokane this weekend and I was coming over the pass and I came short of stopping. I mean, I, I was, I didn't, I, how might I put this? I stopped with a plenty of space in between me and the front person in front of me, but they, and had plenty of room on the shoulder, only pulled off halfway out of the lane. <laughs> That's a great way to and die. I, and, I, and then proceeded to get out his window while we're on I-90 and scream at me, even though I was still probably four to five feet behind him. My interlock brakes didn't even come on. But I'm going, if you're going to do that, like, I, I don't know if it was like an attempted insurance scam or whatever. That's but what I'm, I'm like, thinking there. That's the first like, thing I think of is like, attempted, attempted insurance scam. But here's the thing. There were children in the car. And like the side of the car that I would have hit would have had, there was, there was kids in there. So Parenting at its finest. Yeah, I was just, I was like, and then he's screaming at me, and I'm like, oh, come on, like, good times. So, yeah. <laughs> well, let's, we'll put it up on a positive note. I want a special, yes. s- special thanks to Brian Elich, who helped mounted my tires on my monkey, which... Uh, He'll mount anything. I know. Yeah. Much, yeah. <laughs> no, Brian's great. I really appreciate him going out of his way to do it I say it wasn't great. I just said he mounted everything. <laughs> so, there's a difference. <laughs> That's yeah, the way so you speak about our friends. Yeah, we're getting ready for our rally, and that's getting there. I've been p- pouring through boxes to find parts because I'm still moving things around. Apparently, Brandon Ben Powell was at, at Exotics this weekend, telling people that he was that this was a bad idea, and I'm like, he's the one leading the charge. <laughs> we have a witness that, that that said it. So, yeah, 
he's yeah. just yeah. he just wants an excuse. An excuse to do what? He has the most modified monkey in America, if not the world, close to. <laughs> right. There's one more in Texas that's actually in California now. That's that's a stretch long. That's only that's been more modified than his. But yeah, I don't know. His job should be easy. I have like the least modified approach: suspension, tires, chain, done. Yeah, but I, I you may have less that will break. You know, that's some of, the idea. like well, I said, some of us accidentally built <laughs> really nice road motorcycles that are now going to take them off road. So. Yeah. <laughs> I keep looking at it. It may or may not be in my apartment. Oh, by the way, you can Loctite things to the floor of your apartment if you're not careful. I just want to throw that out there. Good thing to know. Alle- allegedly. So, yeah. That being said, I have to go get super glue when we go home tonight. No. Yeah. That's for something. You different. need super glue? I'm going to Home Depot for a sledgehammer. Life's you're such good. an adult now. I know. Yeah. How, how is arachnophobia going? It's like farming. <laughs> we got green acres. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I knocked down two walls in the barn. I got one more to go. I'm doing nice. a post replacement. Uh, let's see. I added a new trailer to the John Deere lawnmower <laughs> and a brush guard and armrest. Oh. And I've got a dump from seat collector on it now, bagger system. Oh, you don't even have to get off the nope. tractor. I'm sorry, lawnmower. What, hey, when you have two and a half acres to mow, no, no, <laughs> I'm not saying, matters. No, no, I just didn't. I, so does it, does it actually shoot this, the, the, the clippings into the back? Yeah, it has a, a, oh, a nice. fresh a blower on the side to blow the clippings <laughs> into the back. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, yeah. My lawnmower has become your monkey. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, that's fair. That's, that's <laughs> that level of uh, modification. I a dollar for every time a guy told me that. But yeah, um, <laughs> nice. <laughs> no, uh, farm life is farm life. It has its complications and things are working out. I have uh, some previous guest, Mike Tolliver from Stanceworks. Mm-hmm. Um, he is going to help me out. I have to go to pick up a 1,500-gallon water reservoir tank. Mm-hmm. And naming getting to say, it in the middle of the night? No, no. Oh, okay. So, yeah, <laughs> I know places to do that. Yeah, but that's I'm why I was asking. Not going to yeah. steal a water tank. Oh no, allegedly. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Okay. But uh, we have. I had the trouble of trying to figure out how am I going to haul a seven foot wide, seven foot high water tank. Okay. He luckily has a flatbed truck, like oh. commercial size, and so he stepped up. I got to have a shout out. I put it up on Avance. Yeah. I said, hey, this is my problem. Can anybody help? And of all the weird things to ask. I actually had a lot of help. A lot of people, like, I had an nice. enclosed, tra- uh, enclosed trailer that would fit it, like a massive hauling trailer. I had another guy, uh, Brandon and Powell actually, said he had a flatbed, worst case scenario. Yeah. He's going to be drunk by the end of this episode because he drinks when we say his Who, name. Who, Brandon and Powell? Yeah, Brandon and Powell. Oh, yeah, he gets drunk a lot. <laughs> Off duty, of course. Yeah. Well, we're talking about Brandon and Powell, in case you're curious, but yeah. 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 So anyway, thanks, Mike. Uh, we're going to go work that out. Um, th- the reason he has to go get it and I have to go get it instead of the, the plumbing company is they're a national back order. So unless you find one in stock, you're not getting one. And, being, and the plumbing company can't go get it for you? They can for a lot of money. Oh, and that, luckily, I keep forgetting about that. Yeah, yeah, okay, as, a, yeah. as a referral, they were like, look, here's the situation. If you go get it yourself, this is going to save you a lot of time, a lot of money. Yeah. Like, normally we wouldn't do this, but covid Things, yeah. supply lines are backed up. And I was like, okay, fair enough. Thanks for letting me know. And so I had to go do that. And since I've already knocked two walls out of the barn, it's going to be pretty easy to roll it in there. And what, what, how far of a Home Depot do you have to go? South Center. Oh, that's not Which is weird. Like, why would a 1,500-gallon water tank be at South Center? Like, Arlington? Sure. But South Center? Is there a lot of farms maybe in South was, Center? Maybe it was acquired from another Home Depot? I don't know. It's just, why would it be at South Center? I mean, Imagine the, trying to return that. <laughs> Where's the barcode? Spin it. I returned a mattress to Costco after a year. It sagged too much. Okay. <laughs> King size that doesn't fold. O- okay. I'm I saying mean, no, I mean, it's, it just makes me laugh. Sorry. I took an air conditioner back to Costco after three years because I wanted them to, to warranty it and they replaced it. So you got to give Costco credit for that. Yeah. One. So, yeah. Anyway, uh, Carter Super wasn't tip my of the air week. conditioner, but still. No. <laughs> Speaking of air conditioners yes. and never ending hot weather and oh, God. God, why doesn't it rain? For once, the one you time just in want Washington, it to rain so you have water to shower. And my plants, <laughs> yeah. I have a whole nursery. I have three different kinds of lavender. God. Life is hard. Oh my god! <laughs> Things you never heard your best friend say. I, yeah. have, I have three types of lavender. Two different kinds Great. of bamboo. Yeah. I have a fig tree, apple tree, a maple tree, lots of maple trees. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, my dahlias are blooming. It's beautiful. <laughs> my hummingbirds are fighting though. Yeah, it's I've, a problem. I've noticed how mellow your uh, Instagram <laughs> posts have got. I'm like, oh, we're, we're really watching. And the worst part was like, I think I watched the video three times. I was like, oh boy, they are fighting. I was like, oh my yeah, god, they're really I'm old. cute. Yeah, okay. I have ten now. <laughs> how do you count them? They're fast. They all come together and yell ah. at each other. They're oh, really okay. loud. Got it. Okay. And I have two squirrels that fight too. It's adorable. <laughs> they unfortunately like my roof a lot. Anyway, 
I digress a lot. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of air conditioners, it's freaking hot. And uh, that means there's dust everywhere all the time. And so uh, to fight that, a lot of people go straight to the vacuum cleaner in their car. Um, unfortunately, if you do a lot of off-road stuff like I've been doing up in McCall, I'm still finding a lot of dust in my truck constantly. I've changed the cabin filter. We all know to do that. We've talked about that before. Luckily, our friends at Griot's Garage, RCS 10, 10% off, make a special attachment for your air compressor. And it's basically a blowgun with a brush at the end. And when you're getting in your seats and your interior, and you've got that really embedded dust. It's actually easier to blow it out than it is to lift it out some of the time. So it makes a bit of a mess, but when you're trying to clean out your vents and the system in your car, this is a great way to do it. Compressed air. And you don't need a lot of it. Like, I mean, as much as I want to use the 3,000 PSI of commercial pressure and, you know, be excited about high pressure, everything. I'm like, how much of a power washer can I get? How much of an air compressor can I get? Sure. Yeah. Even if you have like even a tire compressor in your trunk, this will work. It's a great way to clean your car after you've been, I don't know, a day at Dirtfish. I actually have a really funny story that to kind of go along with that. Where I live, there's a gentleman that was cleaning his car, and this is along those lines. If you were going to take your vacuum cleaner and put it in your car and vacuum your car out, make sure you've cleaned the filter in your vacuum cleaner, <laughs> and also make sure you know where the exit port is for your vacuum cleaner. Because I watched this guy put his vacuum cleaner in the back of his car, and he was vacuuming the front of the car, and it was all <laughs> blowing out the back and into the car. <laughs> Like to the point where I was put topped, I was like, "You're like the whole back of his car was dust." Like, and I was, <laughs> he goes, "Oh," and I go, "Yeah, you forgot to put the filter back in." He goes, "Yeah." So I mean, if you if you don't have the air compressor and change your vacuum filter, and yeah, yeah, and if you have a shop vac, uh, a lot of things. It, I, it's funny because you people, have a spider vac. I have a spider vac. It's yes. Thunderdome in there still. Yeah. I can hear them. Oh, I'm not even kidding. Oh like God. so, we've been when I vacuumed out the barn and mm -hmm. I va you vacuum out the rafters and everything because I'm starting to I want to see everything. And I'm vacuuming up moths and spiders and everything you can think of. It you literally hear them. It's terrifying. Thunderdome. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I'm like spraying. Literally turned off the vacuum and sprayed bug spray in the vacuum. That's probably smart. Yeah, that was a necessity. You're just going to be making huge hybrid spiders. Yeah. I'm hoping. Yeah. Great. If you haven't seen Arachnophobia, don't watch it. Yeah. <laughs> I do watch it. It's a great horror movie. And it's funny. <laughs> you don't like spiders, you really won't yeah, like Yeah, you don't it. like spiders, don't watch yeah. Arachnophobia, but yeah. that should be given in the name. Sure. <laughs> yeah. But they do make uh, dust filter bags for shop backs, mm. and I have been using them because they're super valuable when it comes to vacuuming all the dust, like, I don't know, in a barn. So, <laughs> which is Weird. alfalfa and hay everywhere. So yeah. if you have bad allergies, they do make these things for shop backs. And if you have a really dusty car or you're dusting out after a long trip off-road, these things are really handy, but the opposite, using the air compressor to blow out the vents and using that attachment with a brush attachment, they're very hard to find actually, but Griot's has one and it works really, really well. So yeah. that's your Carter Super Tip of the Week. Yeah. Don't need a fancy vacuum. No. Speaking of playing in the dirt. Yeah. Yeah. Should we introduce our guest today? Sure. You know, I was going to sing it because it comes to mind every single time. My old mind, maybe you've heard it. Well, I know she's heard it. Well, the song Josie from Blink-182 is my, how I remember your name every single time. God, you're old. And I was going to say, Josie, you're my source of most frustration, but that doesn't really apply here because I'm really wow. glad you're here. That's the song lyric. Nice to have you here. <laughs> Josie Rimmer, welcome sorry, to the yeah, show. What a warm welcome. Yeah, Thank welcome. you so much. <laughs> Who doesn't love Blink-182? If they don't, they're wrong. Welcome to the show. You frustrate us. Let's <laughs> yeah. um, see. What enough. else can we say? Yeah. Josie, welcome to the show. Josie Rimmer of Dirtfish fame and much beyond. Um... I don't know about is that. Dirtfish a new little startup or something? What's, what's Dirtfish? Yeah. What's Dirtfish? What's Dirtfish? That's yeah. the number one question we always get. Is it really? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Really? I, I feel like... It's a funny name, you know? Like, yeah. if you go somewhere that isn't here... Yeah. What's Dirtfish? Yeah, but I mean, there's only, like, two people in the country that do this, and you're the only one, the best <laughs> one, so, like, I mean, you know, so... The other one doesn't matter, so, well, That's yeah. my point, like... <laughs> okay. I mean, <laughs> to, to that Just point, you know, I mean, who even knows their name? So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So. so am I really answering what Dirtfish is? No. Yes, well, you could. No. <laughs> what do you say when people ask that, actually? Actually, where did the name come from? The name is actually, you know, as soon as I tell it to you, you'll say, yeah, th yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Um, you know, we like to drift in the woods. We like to go sideways in the woods. What most people call uncontrollable fishtailing, we call what we're trying to teach you to do. So uh, that's the fish. We do it in dirt. So it all makes sense. It makes sense. I don't yeah. get it. Well, no. <laughs> <laughs> boy, that look, that was the, there was so much compassion and like you look, <laughs> you're special, huh? <laughs> yeah. You go in the woods, huh? Yeah. <laughs> I have an axe. Yeah. 
<laughs> You'll have a sledgehammer soon, so. <laughs> True. No, Dervish is the best. Um, yeah, if you guys haven't been there, come visit. We do. That's what I say. I say that we teach people to get sideways in the woods, and there hasn't been a single person that's been disappointed by that answer. So, I don't think there's anybody that comes away from Dirtfish that is disappointed or doesn't have fun or doesn't, no. you know, learn right. fun a I've great had in the car. skill for on the road. Yeah. I think I think so many people come in. They go, oh, yeah, I don't go. To, I don't want to need to go to Dirtfish because I don't drive off road. Not the point. <laughs> so, yeah. How many times have you been there? Just once. Just once. Yeah, just did the half day. How about you? We so still have we have to schedule it actually. So it's like a year and a half. That ago. is actually a really good story. Like with, with Tre- no, that's been longer. That's been like two years, two no, almost three years with Trevor. Jeez. We talked. My parents talked to Trevor like three years ago. And we were supposed to all go for my birthday, and everybody had been in different places. And then yeah, I so um, that's an actual fact that not many people know that I've never actually been to Dirtfish in one of the cars. There's more reasons than that. I'm not really allowed to be in the cars, but yeah. So, <laughs> oh. yeah he gets okay. a little grabby when he gets excited. It's um, fine. The instructor. My ankle goes off when we're at the off-road <laughs> events too. So it's you know, like beep 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 beep. You're not supposed to be here. So yeah. yeah. You steal one water tank and everybody gets mad. Exactly. That's a different one than Dan has. I swear. Uh-huh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Dirtfish is different for you though. Dirtfish is a family affair. Um, yes. Yes, you are. You are the, you are Dirtfish, I should say. Well, <laughs> well, you've grown up with it your whole life. I've grown up with it, yeah. I've been really lucky to, to grow up in a rally family. Um, you know, I mean, Dirtfish came from my dad, who grew up in the UK, camping on the side of British rally stages, literally camping out for days before a car even saw the stage, um, just with the hope of getting sprayed by gravel, you know, for, <laughs> for a 10-second period a couple times that day. Love it. Yeah, so that's where Dirtfish came from, and um, yeah, my dad's taught me a lot about about the British racing world. When he when he moved here from London, uh, he just missed that rally scene. You know, he it just doesn't really exist here, especially in the Pacific Northwest. Um, so he saw an opportunity when the Warehouser property was being put up for sale, and 315 acres now is just rally stuff. Yes, it's awesome. So let's let's go back a little bit because there's a lot of people that you know they go, oh, you know, you're in the rally family. Were you always into cars? Was that was that a passion of yours? Or you know, as as a little girl, I mean, sure. Um, well, you know, some of it's not really optional in, in the family. <laughs> well, I, you know, I'm not to say, yeah, you're going to do this. Uh, okay. Yeah, yeah. No, it wasn't like that at all, though. Um, I was actually I've been a competitive equestrian since I was eight years old. So. Okay. I actually never really had time for the cars. Um, my brother got into it long before I did. Um, I was riding six, seven days a week before school, during school, after school. So uh, I, didn't, I didn't quite get a chance to get deep into the driving side of things. But I always loved the sport. Um, I love the competition. I love the grit of r- the rally community. I just think it's great. Um, but yeah, I didn't get to get into it until later. My brother has competed in several stage rallies, so he did it before me. Um, but, you know, my dad put us in a Peugeot 205 when I was 10, and my brother must have been 12. Uh, I couldn't really reach the pedals, and I didn't understand why there were three. But um, I <laughs> sat on a bunch of pillows and figured it out. That was the first time I drove a stick. So in that sense. That's a pretty memorable first. Yeah. That's pretty cool. <laughs> Everybody's like, I learned in a Civic. I learned in a Peugeot <laughs> when I was 10. In okay. the UK. No in less. the UK. So that okay. was wild. Um, so it was yeah, on the wrong side of the road, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Well, you know, they didn't quite let me on the road yet. <laughs> Still, here's yeah. a field. Good luck. Good luck. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> That's rally. Pretty yeah. much. No, we've we've always been really lucky. Um, you know, my dad's love for the sport comes from a really nostalgic place. And so uh, it's cool that he shared that side of it with us, too. But I've loved it forever. I, I only recently got to get really into it um, over the COVID year. Uh, the COVID year. <laughs> yeah. The dark times. <laughs> the, the dark, dark times. The dark ages. Yeah. yeah. Um, I was stuck here with, with nothing else to do. So, so the guys at Dirtfish really took me in and let me... Let me drive all the time, and I competed in some rally cross events last year, which was great. Um, next one's coming up in two weeks, which will be fun at Dirtfish. You can come visit, open to spectators. Ooh, Ooh. that is fun to watch out there. Yes. What are the dates on that? The twenty second through the twenty fourth of July. Great, we'll be on the rally. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> we may be dead by then. Well, <laughs> there's a chance. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> No, I, I have faith in you. I think you'll make it. <laughs> you don't know us very well. Yeah, nope. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> Lots of Rainier. 
<laughs> After we ride. That's, that's what's supposed right. to go in our hydra- hydration packs. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Some foamy beer. So, I, I mean, growing up in a car family, and like, I got to ask, what was your first car? Oh, yeah. 1976 F-150. Oh. Yeah. Oh, okay. I like that answer. Yeah. Yeah. I um, So on the way to the barn, the same barn that I'd been riding at since I was eight years old, there was always... I don't know the exact year on it, but it was around there. It might have been a 79, F-250, blue and white. And every time I'd drive to the barn, I'd say to my dad, "That I want that car. That's my dream car. That's the car I'm going to have one day. And lo and behold, on eBay, Nelly popped up, green and white, 1976, F-150. I'm sure that's a dream to most parents because, you know, most, you know, most <laughs> kids go kidding. to their parents like, I'd like a Ferrari. She's like, I'd like an old truck. <laughs> He's like, okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> want, you want two? <laughs> you know, so... So uh, obviously this, this, this truck has sentimental value to you. You still own this. Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. And have you done a ton of work to it? She actually came completely stock, pristine condition. Okay. The guy selling her, I think he was in Indiana, if I'm not mistaken. He just wanted it to go to, to a happy, you know, someone who was going to love, love that truck. Um, when we bought it, like I said, 1976, it only had 80,000 miles on it. Dang. So he took incredible care of it. Um, and when I told him how much I wanted the truck, I told him the story about the, the truck on the way to the barn. He gave us a, a solid deal, a solid That's deal awesome. on the truck. So That's yeah. Awesome. And do you use it? I mean, are you, are you still in a question? Are you still using it as a truck or? Um, I won't lie. It's okay. not able to pull anything. Oh, so. okay. That's a good, re- okay. That's fair. It hasn't been very successful for the horse stuff other than carrying some horse stuff. Some, yeah. some. Lightweight <laughs> Lightweight yeah. yeah, okay. No saddles or anything. Gotcha. <laughs> no, she can handle some saddles, but, okay. but you know, um, the power isn't yeah, they didn't all come that up. powerful. Yeah. I had know. a 71 for it, like I was yeah. telling you, and it was, yeah. the power was not, the, the only nice thing about that was when it rained, I could get under the hood and work on it and yes. close the hood. So other yeah. than that, yeah. yeah. They made up for power with gear ratios. So, you know, your top speed's like maybe 60 <laughs> downhill on a good day. Yeah. Falling. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Yeah, and no load. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. so cool. she's definitely a um, a specific weather type of car. Can't be too hot. Yeah, uh, can't be too cold because she just won't turn on. So because <laughs> you'll freeze. <laughs> you'll yeah, freeze. freeze. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. But when the day is perfect, it's it's pretty fun to drive. I remember the old <laughs> vacuum operated wipers where you're like <laughs> rev it up between shifts so that yeah. it goes <laughs> 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 slow down again quicker. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. I forgot about the good old days. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Let's take our first break. We come back. I want to talk to you a little bit more about the equestrian stuff and uh, road tripping because that's actually how I found you and totally yeah. opposite of what uh, it came up in my uh, Instagram mutual feeds of like people you should follow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No idea who you were. I was like, oh, road tripping in an RS. That sounds awesome. <laughs> and that's how I found her. That's it. That's a true story. We'll be right back. We spend an average of eight hours and 41 minutes a day facing screens. Laptops, smartphones, tablets, even digital refrigerators. But what are we really connected to? Isn't it time you connected to something greater? Sometimes the best way to connect is to disconnect. This moment of escape was created by Haggerty. For people who love cars. And we're back with Josie Rimmer. Talking to you more about, uh, well, did you just wave wave at Dan? You know, that comes across real well in a podcast. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) It's one of them them visual podcasts. (laughs) Yeah, sorry. That was like, aww. (laughs) I'm back. Okay, I'm ready. Just your voice. (laughs) They won't let us tape people anymore Uh, for obvious reasons. Yeah. Yeah. It's called evidence. That's called evidence. Yeah. Ah, didn't see. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway, I want to talk to you more about uh, the horse stuff, which sounded really bad. I meant the equestrian world that you are in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she swims a lot. Oh, that's As someone yeah, is planning so. on getting horses, that sounded way worse than I meant mm-hmm. it to. Sorry. Second chance. Yeah. So tell me more about the life growing up in the equestrian world, because you've been mm-hmm. riding since you were seven or eight. Yeah. So late start. <laughs> yeah. yeah. What took you so long? Why are you so lazy? I'm truly. um, Well, funny enough, I wouldn't have gotten into the horse world. Well, maybe I would have. Who knows? But uh, I wouldn't have gotten into it at that age had it not been for my brother, who now, 
would never ever sit on a horse but he bought like a pack of lessons uh like 10 lessons when he was nine or something he was all excited for the first two lessons and then he got sick of picking up poop so uh he didn't want to take the lessons anymore. <laughs> good lesson to learn yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he didn't want to take the lessons anymore so i took the rest of his eight lessons or whatever was remaining um and then I just never stopped. I switched a couple barns. And so I hit Deerfield out in Preston when I was eight, I think. Um, Your father probably loved that you picked up such an inexpensive hobby, too. <laughs> Compared to the cars in his world. Well, that's fair. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to say, his horsepower is a lot more expensive. But yeah. Mine yeah. smells worse. But, you know, eh, the horsepower. some cars. Yeah. Especially some rally cars. Yeah, fair enough, no. fair enough. So, yeah. Um, there are a lot of, there's a shocking amount of similarities in yeah. the horse world and the car world. But, um, yeah, so I started riding at Deerfield when I was eight, took lessons for a year, at least a sweet old 28 year old horse named Strawman. Uh, he was the best. He took me through my first year riding and then, uh, my parents basically made me agree, you know, if we're going to buy a horse, you better stick with it, you yeah. know? <laughs> um, so I agreed. I was, I was crazed about it, uh. So they bought me my first horse, Phoenix. Um, I had him for nine years. So from the time that I was 10 to 19. um, And he took me everywhere. We did, we competed in eight youth world shows together. Um, He literally did everything I ever asked him to do. Double. Uh, So he was the most amazing dude. He passed away a couple years ago, freak accident. But um, he was the best guy ever. Drinking and trotting, right? Yeah. Horrible. <laughs> yeah. Happens to the best of them, you know? Yeah. <laughs> um, so in the meantime there, I ended up buying my second horse, Max, and then Patrick. Funny names for horses, but that's who they were, um, who they are. And uh, yeah, so I, I rode on a, on a competitive team in Preston at Deerfield, started uh, on the regional team and, and worked up to the world show team. And um, I mean, I was there, like, like I mentioned before, six, seven days a week. It was my first job when I was like 12, was shoveling poop. And uh, that was, you know, as good as it gets for me. <laughs> that's, a, that's a good first job, honestly. Yeah. It's a character building job. So absolutely. Literally a good job. Honestly, yeah. it was the most relaxing thing to me, which is so funny. You know, kids are like, oh my God, ew, gross. But you clean enough stalls. You're like, this is nice. And you were spending time with animals that you loved. And yep. I mean, there's something to that. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, started working there young, uh, doing, you know, whatever, the lowest, the lowest uh, rung of jobs and um, kept riding, kept training. I had a brilliant head coach, Sue. She, you know, raised me from small and, and took me to every show. Um, she really always had my back and, uh, yeah, started showing regionally. Then, then, like I said, competed at the Worlds uh, eight years in a row w- with Phoenix. Uh, that's Those are in Texas. Um, but there are teams coming from all over, from Italy and From Sweden, all around the world? From the world. Ooh. It's an aptly named wow. event. Wow. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> I competed at the Texas. Uh, yeah, it's the not Texas, as much. yeah. 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 Um, yeah. What else can I say? Are you still riding? I I still have a horse. I still have Patrick and Max. Max is retired and squim happily, so we don't ride him anymore. Um, Patrick decided to be... This is the moody one. Patrick's moody. Mm -hmm. He's very high maintenance. Uh, He came from Florida. I rode him in Florida. All was well. When we moved him to Washington, the day he stepped off the trailer, he was lame and never went sound again. If you don't know horse lingo, that basically means that he was injured or fake injured or limped all the time um oh. so a he long wasn't. drive across the country dan you know that <laughs> dan, dan's a little lame when he gets out of a car too. <laughs> it's true it's fine yeah butthurt yeah yeah don't blame you uh but patrick never worked out of it so he is now with one of my most highly respected uh horse trainers in texas he is now down in texas with him so i don't get to ride when i'm up here much at all which is pretty pretty sad it's yeah. a warm climate horse yep. yeah warm weather horse. They yeah. yeah yeah but then you just drive cars just yeah, <laughs> yeah, just just a few little cars. Yeah, driving now around. I get to drive cars, so it's it's different, but um, yeah, like I said, the similarities are honestly shocking. Yeah, so let's talk about driving though. Mm-hmm. Let's switch this up because you're driving a really really fun car. Like I, I, I hinted at it earlier, mm. Focus RS, proper British Ford, <laughs> <laughs> German. <laughs> yeah, yeah, a little bit of this, a little of that. Yeah, I mean, I feel like we should know that, but yeah, I don't know. Tell us about your car. Maybe I should know because yeah, I drive please, it every there day. Go. Ooh, <laughs> sassy. Against myself. Yeah. Oh my god. I quit. 
Um, yes. Okay. Focus RS. Uh, my dad bought one mm, several years ago, maybe four years ago or something. And I drove it and I never gave it back. So, <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Borrowing is permanent. Yeah. I bought it. Yeah. No, um, but I fell in love with it. It was, it was my favorite thing and my favorite of, of Steve's, Steve's, Big Steve's cars uh, <laughs> is the Cosworth. So, you know, the yeah. RS is an evolution, <laughs> yeah, right? So Never the heard RS. Of it. Never driven it. It's still my favorite. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Um, the RS now is an, obviously an evolution of that Cosworth. So maybe maybe that has something to do with it. But uh, yeah. What year is your RS? This one's a 2017. 2017. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's, those really took the world by storm. They were hard to get. I remember mm-hmm. much of our friends had them, got them here. And yeah. Kevin had a year away. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Finally or something. Yeah. They're popular here. In uh, Davis. And yeah. Yeah. Kevin here at Drivers Club has what, three of them, I think. Oh, wow. Three or four. I don't know. He's got a bunch of them. Yeah. Yeah. They're, they're like the perfect Northwest car, though, because you've got mm-hmm. all-wheel drive. You've got a limited slip. You've got a manual transmission. It's a proper driver's car. Thing. It Those drift. would be good for rally. I don't think anybody's <laughs> thought of that. Yeah. That's <laughs> so yeah. weird. That's yeah, weird, right? I'll yeah. take that to Dirtfish. That's a good Please idea. Yeah. 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 I'll give you yeah. credit. Yeah. 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 I appreciate that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But How t- dare you? I'm a Subaru person. You should, too. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. Well, Dirtfish has nothing to do with Subarus. Yeah. Thanks. For those listening, Dirtfish has a lot of Subarus. Only Subarus. Yeah. It's Trevor's fault. Yeah. Yeah. But you really drive your car, and one of the... Ways we obviously connect is I'm a huge road tripper. Anywhere I'm like anywhere I can drive to, I will drive to versus fly. Yep. Like there's I know a great spot in Florida. Let's drive. I can hit every <laughs> national park on the way. Stop in the Everglades. Hit an alligator or something. It'd be great. Uh, you've been everywhere in your car though. Uh, in fact, yes. your your Instagram wandering RS or, or roaming roaming roaming, R- roaming RS, RS mm-hmm. is yep. how I stumbled across you really. Yes. And where have you been? And where have you gone? And so it's actually funny. The roaming RS page is actually not the RS that's outside. So right. the, the RS that's outside, I will I will admit, is still my father's car. So the color <laughs> changed. Yeah. <laughs> um, my RS that I, I bought after becoming obsessed with his um, is is the steel gray, which I love. But uh, <laughs> yeah, so I um, went slash go to school at the University of Vermont. So it's a little bit of a commute. Um, <laughs> I wanted to have my car there, so obviously I drove it. Um, yeah, started here. Where did we go? We hit. We went the northern, yeah, up north. So I actually went in and out of Canada a handful of times mm-hmm. just for kicks. Um, managed to hit like Glacier National Park on a different trip. I went down and saw the Tetons. Yeah, she's been everywhere. Yeah, the going to the Sun Road out of the glacier. Yes, that's a game changer. That's game one. Of, ch- yeah. that, that's a destination. Gorgeous. Like just just go to Glacier to do that. Yeah. Even if you, you won't be going fast because it's a national park and there's a lot yep. of traffic, but it's just one of the most beautiful roads in the U.S. Yeah, I rode up that in a bicycle. It's not as fun. No, oh. that sounds terrible. <laughs> it was how to ruin a park. <laughs> do it in a bicycle. Not just for you. You can I'm ruin like it for you, everybody like else you can too. Blame my mom for that one, but yeah, <laughs> it's a nice. It's nice when you really go slow and it's hot. Yeah, it's bad, yeah. even when you're supposed to get off the road by a certain time. But yeah, I don't want to talk about that. Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah. rather do it in an RS. Yeah, yeah. It was. Um, yeah, I can't complain. Uh, I ended up camping uh, in and near the car several times when you know lodging fell through. Um, so RSs really can do it all. Um, kindred spirit of yours, I, Dan. Yeah, so yeah. I'm <laughs> reminiscing camping out of the back of the Z06 Six. and yeah. the GTR. Mm-hmm. Both great camping cars. <laughs> <laughs> Overlanding a different way. Yeah, most definitely. So, I mean, you know, uh, I do want to talk a little bit about something that's a little bit you're, you're kind of doing now with Dirtfish, and I want you to kind of elaborate on it. You're going you're gonna to do some writing some articles for them, correct? Yes. So, um, Dirtfish brought me on as a writer, writer for mm-hmm. them. Um, so, I'm actually heading up a series of articles right now on women in motorsports, um, trying to feature a different female co-driver, driver, crew member, you know, shop manager, whatever it is, just bringing women to the to the front of the conversation about motorsports, um, media in general. Not pointing any fingers at anyone. Media in general in the rally world tends to overlook women, or you know, just not include them in the conversation at it all. Always has, yeah. Always has, yeah. Um, and we've got some incredible, incredible women in the industry right now. Rhiannon Gelsomino is one of them, co-driving for Travis Pastrana. Um, She's so wonderful. Cool. I've met her. She, she is so cool. Yep. Yeah. I have nothing but respect for her, and she is literally doing her job at the highest level she possibly can, 
and is still hardly getting any media coverage. Yeah. So um, things like that. And, and to make the world aware that we do have women in the mechanic role, we have women managing, managing performance shops, you know, um, we're everywhere. So. <laughs> That's right. I'm not shy about Practically it. Practically half the population. <laughs> right. <Yeah. laughs> I'm not shy about it. Our, our, my dream guest for the show, and I love all my guests, though, is Michelle Mouton. Because Absolutely. Because when, when I was a kid, she was my hero. Absolutely. Watching Rally and being P- Pike Speak being in the backyard. Because yeah. I loved Rally from afar. Like, I could only see the highlights on TV when they were yeah. gracious, gracious enough to show them yeah. pre-YouTube. But... That was the one of the one times yeah. I ever saw coverage. And watching that Audi race up Pikes Peak, I was like, holy crap, that's amazing. And yeah. then she stepped out and I was like, oh, uh, that's interesting too. <laughs> now what? <laughs> yeah, she's incredible. Yeah. Well, abs- I'm straight. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. She's absolutely Thought it was the car. Mind. It was the driver. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. But no, she's one of the most talented drivers absolutely. ever, period. Yep. And I'm like, still, please, someday make it happen. Yeah. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Gotta have goals. Yeah, but yeah, tons of women in motorsport. That's so cool that you're doing that. So, yeah, I'm. Ex- I mean, even just within Dirtfish, like you know, again, our head of shop is Sammy. Uh, she is, you know, am I allowed to say swear words? Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Okay. <laughs> She's, you know, kicking ass and taking names. Ooh, um, ooh rough. I know. Sorry, guys. That was <laughs> Dad big. That was a so big mad. One. I know. You're right. <laughs> oh, what would your father think? Oh my no, god. Yeah. <laughs> Proper lady. <laughs> Yeah, British and all that. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, so she's she's amazing. Then we've got Michelle Miller, who is one of our one of our top instructors, um, one of our, our an instructor that's been there basically since the beginning. Um, so yeah, I'm just trying to feature that and and bring it to the front of how, media. And how is this happening? Are you writing articles for uh, your magazine? How how are these people going to find this stuff? Um, so I'm writing it through Dirtfish, so Dirt it'll Dirtfish. all be posted on on okay. the Dirtfish site. Okay. Mm-hmm. Nice. Yeah. And are you doing are you doing just written articles, or are you doing videos and, and interviews with them in that way as well? So right now we're just I'm interviewing them largely via Zoom at the moment um, <laughs> and writing writing those articles. But we we are talking about within the Dirtfish Media Department doing uh, a series of videos um, on them as well, which I'm really hoping we can get off the ground. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean. Your media department is doing well, and it's yeah. having fun. I should say so. I, I would hope that I hope to see that because it's always interesting yep. to kind of get to know somebody and hear their voice, and you know. If you bring them into town, let us know. We'd love yeah. to have them here too. Because anything we can do to elevate their voices, we Thank are one hundred percent on board for. So. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, love that. Well, what's next for for you and Dirtfish? <laughs> <laughs> for me and Dirtfish, um, well, let's see. The team's heading to New England Forest Rally in a couple weeks. Um, we just got back from, we were in Southern Ohio a couple weeks ago. Um, so they're heading there. We've got Chris Sada, who is one of our incredible clients, and she is uh, racing the National Series this season. So she will be out in New England um, in her in her little red BRZ, which will be great. What's next for me and Dirtfish? Yeah. What's, yeah, what's next for you? Where do you yeah. see yourself going? Where do you want to be when you grow up? Yeah. Oh, if, man, guys. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> I'm getting serious now. Yeah. Well, here's your father the, asked us to ask you other oh, questions. Oh, okay. <laughs> when are you getting a real job? Uh, when he has car back? Uh, what's next? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm telling him you told me that. He doesn't know me that well. He probably, probably doesn't know who the hell we are, but that's okay. Yeah. Well, what's next for me and Dirtfish? I'm begging them to let me be an instructor. Um, yeah. Think that'd be pretty rad. Uh, they, you know, I've got some, some stuff to do first. I need to finish college. I've got one more year left and they want me to go back in person. <laughs> I don't even remember how I did school in person. Yeah. I've been online for a year and a half. Yeah. I, they don't allow me on college campus. I've, been to, so, I've yeah. been to the office twice in the last year and it's yeah. one time was to shower because of my water issue at home. <laughs> Which it's, I got an email a, that's about. That's a whole other thing. Yeah. yeah. Stop yeah. showering in the middle of the office. Yeah. Well, we have locker rooms. <laughs> I ran out of water. Anyway, long yeah, story. But it's super weird. I came back and I was like, oh, yeah. this is what an office is like. And can you imagine? like this. <laughs> yeah. Can you imagine being there every day now? Again? No. No. Ever. Not Never. ever. So anyway. So you're actually required to go back to school, huh? That sucks. <laughs> that sucks. I mean, I'm, I'm actually surprised. Like, yeah. Truly, the fact that they're not Me giving too. people the option of like, you know. I'm, for lack of saying that you can't check a box that says I don't want to come back to school for because I'm scared of people, which is true. Yeah, <laughs> for so many reasons. So yeah, yeah, I am honestly pretty surprised by it too, uh, especially because in my brain you could be making an extra half of your typical income by yeah. having people online and in person. But anyway, 
Yeah. I don't know if you mentioned it, but what are you, what are you going to school for? I am majoring in gender studies and okay. I'm double minoring in religion and behavioral change health science, which is a lot of words. Uh, but really, it just means... Sounds like an argument. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the way people de- 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 debate with God. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. That actually sounds really interesting. It's incredibly interesting. It's basically like the neuroscience of human relationships. So, huh. um, you know, when people study psychology, they say they want to learn why people do what they do. Really, I'm learning that through this minor and not the psychology major that I was declared as for year and a half so (laughs) is that how the religion comes in as far as the the thinking basis of people and their sure i mean it's all connected right like interesting you look at i find that very interesting like especially from the religious side so yeah i mean you look at women in religion you can look at the way that 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 the the ways in which they are asked to operate (laughs) you mean the witches we say it no (laughs) hey that's a sensitive topic (laughs) oh sorry (laughs) (laughs) you got that one yeah We're not very popular in Salem. (laughs) I knew that already. He's a female witch, whatever that is. (laughs) Whatever that is. That's a witch. I thought it would be a warlock. Oh. Why they got to be a witch? (laughs) They don't. Okay, yeah. This feels like a heated debate. It is. Yeah. yeah. No. No. (laughs) It's really not. I don't have the intellectual. (laughs) The Putnam family name doesn't exactly have a very proud... uh, history in Salem. Let's just put it that way. Look that right. up and be sad. Yeah. <laughs> oh, good to know. Okay. Our bad. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry about all this burning. Before his family derailed us 300 years ago. So it ago. was your fault, yeah. is what I'm hearing. It was, directly. Yeah. It was. You're not the first woman to yeah. say that to us. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah. Mass hysteria goes great with Putnam. <laughs> Lord, I don't think I want to look that up. Oh, you should. It's really interesting. <laughs> you'll, go, pu- you'll go down a very deep, okay. dark, very dark rabbit, rabbit hole. hole. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And the Putnams were not know that. The, the family that started the uh, Salem witch trials. Oh, you were yeah. on that side. Oh, yeah. okay. Gotcha. Fun fact. Mm. Not just a publishing company, but also <laughs> the witch trials. <laughs> cool. <laughs> Want a paper and burn your wife? Paper and burn your wife? <laughs> I don't like this one. She's a witch. Next. <laughs> Every time somebody says, I'm not a witch, I'm your wife. And sometimes I don't want to be <laughs> that anymore. Hubba dink, hubba dink, hubba dink, hubba dink. Please, somebody get that reference. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Anyway. I'm sorry. Back Did to your we very go off track? No, that's real major here. Yeah. Sorry. No, actually, I'm very curious why you chose that and how you ended up there. Um, it took a while. I, I went in as a double major in neuroscience and psychology. Um, so something easy. Yeah. Something, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Lots of free time. Um, yeah. <laughs> came to realize it's insanely difficult. <laughs> and it would have been worth it for me had I wanted to go anywhere in that industry. But I, I don't. You know, I just, yeah. I'm incredibly interested in neuroscience, but that's not what I want to do um, with my life. So, you know, you can only study science at the cellular level until for so long until you realize you never want to see anything ever again you never want to look through a microscope ever (laughs) again you know so cut you pulled the cord on that one um yeah then I didn't really know what I was doing for about a year and now now I'm doing doing this the gender studies is like the coolest thing to me um and to have the lens of like of the psychology, the neuroscience that I'm getting from the minor is, is really cool too. So what is the ultimate dream job? Like, what would you want to do? And that question is definitely not from your dad. (laughs) 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 What are you going to be when you grow up? Uh, I want to be a travel writer for sure. Awesome. Yeah. Okay. Very cool. I would really like to get paid to travel. (laughs) I hear that a lot. That'd be cool. (laughs) Me too. Yeah. Yeah. If I had any vocabulary, I knew how to spell me too. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, it's not, yeah, but that sounds interesting. Where's a place that you haven't been that you want to go? Greece. Greece? Really? Greece. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I'm dying to go to Greece. That seems so obtainable. I think you're right. Think go you're do right. it. It's finding time. Yeah. Book a ticket. Yeah, so before I went to college, I took a, a gap year, which is the best thing I ever did. Um, and I took all the money that I had saved up from shoveling poop. And <laughs> <laughs> I moved to New Zealand for five months on a oh, one-way ticket. Oh, I'm so jealous. So that was pretty incredible. Dan um, really wanted to be a hobbit when he grew up. So oh, that's, the thing. that's true. Yeah. I got too tall and they wouldn't let me in. Me yeah. too. <laughs> me too, actually. That's the problem. It wasn't his last name. <laughs> My feet weren't hairy enough either. Exactly. <laughs> They're like, no, we have witches. Please stay out. <laughs> Haven't you persecuted enough people, Mr. Putnam? <laughs> You're not coming after our hobbits. <laughs> yeah. no, New Zealand. That, Why New Zealand? Um, that's a good question. 
That's my dream destination. I've never been. I would be there in a heartbeat. I'm just curious to see what what drew you there. Um, To be honest, I I this is going to sound so like disgustingly cheesy. Hobbits. Hobbits. (laughs) No. (laughs) I I went for the sheep. Um, I knew nothing. Whoa, sorry. I knew nothing about New Zealand at all. I had never even read about it, never thought about going, didn't do any research whatsoever. When I thought I'm going to take a gap year and I want to travel somewhere big, for some reason it was New Zealand. And so that's just what I did. Did you work there or just... Ran out of money a couple times. Um, okay. the, good, the good news about New Zealand. That's a better way to put that. <laughs> Ran out of money, had to get a job. Yeah. The cool thing about New Zealand is that there's so many, you know, backpackers, hikers, travelers, whatever, um, woofers, if you will. Do you know woof is? Working on organic farms. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Okay. I do now. I yeah. Like, you, you dub? <laughs> okay. um, that farmers are pretty used to having people knock on their doors and ask for work for three, four days. So that's oh. what you do. You know? Wow. <laughs> what type of farms did you work on? Just, you know, sheeps. Okay. I was like, I know how to handle animals. Yeah. I know livestock. <laughs> I know yeah, livestock. Exactly, yeah. Fruit. Vegetables, whatever. Excuse me, sir. Do you, your horse need to be ridden? <laughs> <laughs> I'd be glad to ride it through the countryside. <laughs> through the vineyards over yeah, there. Exactly. Yeah. 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 So anyway, no, it was incredible. Absolutely beautiful. I bought a, um, well, I was supposed to have a job with a racing series down there. And that was how I was going to work my way through New Zealand. So they're a huge motorsports country. Yeah. Rice Millen, Burt Monroe, world's fastest Indian. But yeah. Awesome country. Good. Awesome movie. Because um, what's the sports car series? It's the, they're in Australia. The one the, like the Holden is in and things like that. Oh, it's in Australia. Is that Australia? Is that New? Is, I thought that was New Zealand as well. It's both, and it's their touring car championship. The touring car, thank yeah. you. Okay, okay, yeah. yeah. Okay. Anyway, as you were saying. Um, anyway, so I was supposed to go to Christchurch to start at that job uh, and follow this race series around. Um, that fell through which I didn't know what to do about, but it was sort of blessing in disguise because I was in Christchurch. And here's the weirdest thing that you're going to hear. Christchurch is apparently known as New Zealand's used car capital. Okay. (laughs) What? (laughs) Well, it's the biggest city, so. Used car, not car capital. Used used car car capital. capital. Which just felt strange to me. But anyway, blessing in disguise because I ended up finding like a 1998 Subaru Impreza that I bought for 800 US dollars. Um, drove it around both islands. So I was on the eastern side of the southern island. So I went down all the way to the tip, went up the western coast. <laughs> We're <laughs> doing finger drawings. You can't yeah. tell she's drawing out New Zealand in the air for us. It's very accurate. Yeah, I, I mean, good Lord, yeah. Okay. All the way up to the northern tip of the southern island, hopped the ferry with the car to the bottom of the northern island and drove that whole island too. Um, I'm so jealous. <laughs> it was incredible. But the car bubbled everywhere I went, and I could never figure out what it was. What do you mean it bubbled? It bubbled. Like, you could hear bubbling. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, uh... <laughs> um, I have theories, but... Well, you know, I yeah. just sat there. You put there. a bubble maker in it. You put, that's actually what I did. I put a bubble maker in it. Yeah. So it sounds that like a, stuck, a thermostat stuck open, and it constantly cycling... So it was constantly Subarus have no problems. They're fabulous. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> Thanks to our sponsor, at Carter yeah. Subaru. <laughs> yeah. I mean, nothing was wrong with it. Anyway, it needed a whole lot of everything, um, but I didn't do anything to it because I was like, I'm going to be here for a couple months, so we'll just see how it goes. <laughs> And I managed to sell it when I left for like $500 more than I paid for it. So that That's was cool. Awesome. I didn't do anything to it. So. The fact that you <laughs> bought cool. a car that ran, period, in New Zealand for $800 yeah. was amazing. Hey man, used car capital. You know? I know, <laughs> but like stuff's expensive there. Yeah. Like really expensive. Like Iceland, New Zealand next. Yeah. 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 I don't, I honestly don't. I got so lucky. Like this guy, I was shocked too because here I come, an American, and I openly admitted that I'd never driven right-hand drive or on the wrong side of the road and um the guy that's a good way to start yeah i'm not from here and you drive on the wrong side of the road can you give me a deal on the subaru (laughs) 
Sure. Are we sure it was you a Subaru and not like a Buick? <laughs> <laughs> a no, ma'am. It's a Subaru. Look, I spray painted it on the back. It says Subaru. <laughs> it's a little crooked, but you'll get used to it. S O O B R U. Soboru. That's what it was. I'm thinking. Subaru. Yeah. The little stars did look like stickers. It's, well, that's or probably was. Well, it might have been. You know I mean, what? I got scammed. There you go. <laughs> Happens to the best of us. Who hasn't bought a Buick that ties out with a Subaru? So, yeah. yeah. What are you going to do? Right. You know what? It got me where I needed to go. Right. That's all that matters. That's actually a pretty in, insane adventure. How long does it take to take the ferry out of curiosity? Something that I did not even know existed till she said that. Let me try and remember. Only a couple hours. Okay. I want to say like four, three, four hours. Okay. I will admit, though, I went on the ferry, uh, which I, I wish I hadn't done, but I did ride the ferry in the middle of a Category 3 cyclone. Oh, fun. So that it's wasn't my best ride. idea. Nice yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But, the, you know, they were running the ferry, so I was like, they get these all the time. If they say it's okay, it's probably okay. But That's just an adventure like vomit. Yep. <laughs> but the whole ferry ride, you're literally sideways. Like, if you sat down anywhere, you what were going to... What if gonna the <laughs> boat sinks and I can't get to my Buick? I mean, Subaru. <laughs> so, yeah. Okay. Yeah. What I mean, was your favorite part? Like hell, yeah. yeah, what was your favorite part about New Zealand? Um, my favorite place was Wanaka, which is um, western side of the southern island. Would you like me to draw you a picture? Visually, right. thanks. Yes, yeah. right appreciate that. She's okay. drawing. We're yeah, watching. I'm drawing. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> to the whiteboard. It's, or it's on the southern side for those that are listening. <laughs> <laughs> Southwest side. Western side of the southern island. That's still south. Come on, buddy. It's the <laughs> southern island. It's still south. Thank you. Okay. God. Um, I was only supposed to be there for like two days and then, man, a lot of cyclones. Then there was a category five cyclone and the pro the great, the best and the worst thing about New Zealand is that there's one road everywhere, yeah. right? One lane each way, whatever. Um, the problem is that when a category five cyclone hits, it wipes out the road and there's no <laughs> way to go anywhere and because so cyclones are like hurricanes, correct? Or tornadoes? Yeah, or similar, well. but you don't Less wind, more rain. Got it. Okay. Yeah. They're very, yeah, they're learning. very dramatic. Yeah, okay. they're very dramatic. It was in one in Florida when I picked up the Land Cruiser. Oh, got it. Yeah, sure that wasn't a hurricane. No, nope, that was <laughs> okay. a cyclone. Okay, they're yeah. both they're both really good drinks at a bad bar. <laughs> <laughs> he is correct. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, one has more cherry juice. That's it. So yeah. Um. So the road got wiped out, and I was stuck in Wanaka for, I think it was like six days or something, and I loved it so much. I didn't want to leave, but I ran out of money. So I went <laughs> north by like an hour and a half to some little town. And I worked <clears throat> at a little hostel up there. And then I went back to Wanaka because I loved it so much. Um, so, yeah, that was my favorite part. But I met so many incredible people. Like I, I camped in the car. And if I wasn't camping in the car, I was staying in a hostel. So I, I got to meet, you know, all these travelers. When I first went, I lived in a house with six other roommates who were all kiwis so they're notoriously got, friendly there yeah. yeah 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 yeah. is it easy for an american work to, to work there because a lot, a, lot, yeah. a lot of times when you go places it's like they make it a pain in the ass but sure honestly um what i learned about new zealand is that it's all about intention you know like what are you there for if you're there for something that is genuine and worthwhile then the people will literally give you anything nice you know I had to like recalibrate my brain because I was in Europe right before. And when you're mm. in Europe, you're a little, you're kind of wary of people, you know, just, it's just the way it is, especially like I did all of this travel alone. So when I was, you know, a solo female in traveling in Europe, like I didn't want to be out too late at night walking by myself back to my hostel, blah, blah, blah. In New Zealand, I'd be broken down on the side of the road and people would come up to me like just wanting to help me fix my car. And I had to recalibrate and say like, I actually can accept help from these people. Yeah. Like, <laughs> oh, you're nice. Oh, you're actually yeah, kind. Sure. So yeah, yeah, pretty special place. Wow. That's incredible. The sheep are warm. You can sleep with them. Welcome. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. That set me up for things like that. <laughs> <laughs> it's just way too easy. Exactly. Yeah. All right. It's, uh, it's time for our next break, but uh, we'll be right back after these messages from Haggerty. Grandpa, what do you call this thing again? It's a 66 Ford Bronco. I think you got ripped off. Why is that, honey? It's got no Wi-Fi, no USB port, no Bluetooth. Exactly. I guess we'll just have to talk. Sometimes the best way to connect is to disconnect. Is that the window button? It's called a window crank. Cool. The faster I move it, the faster it goes down. This moment of escape was created by Haggerty. Being old is kind of cool, Grandpa. Works for me. For people who love cars. And we're back. 
When's your next? Where is your next road trip? You've been doing all these drives. Mm-hmm. I know you got to go back to uh, the East Coast at some point. Yes. Boo. But, boo. boo. I recommend Zion going through there. Now that it's not flooded. Yes. Yeah. Um, Zion is very high up on my list. Actually, maybe maybe the top. It should be. Um, I'd really like to do some of what's the national park that's right across the border in Canada. Uh, Banff. Banff. Yeah. Uh, that's Mike where I want to go to. Oh, yep. Love that. I really want to go. Yep. Yeah, I've never been there before. Drive slow. Been there you three have a times. low car and there are mooses or meeses. There are mooses. Are meese? Meeses. <laughs> mooses. It's like moose a large mouse, nasty. but it has antlers and looks like a moose. <laughs> weird. So, yeah. yeah. It's weird. So, like, they, they, it doesn't seem like it on the map. You'll probably be aware of this since you're driving across the country. You're like, oh, that seems close. Two hours yeah. later, oh, it's not that close. Yeah. So, Banff and Jasper are like that. You look at Banff and you're like, oh, Jasper is the next Got city it. to the north. Two and a half hours later, you're yeah. in Jasper, but yeah. it is literally uh, 100 miles of postcard. Like you just, it's Ugh. one of the best places I've ever been. I've been there three times. Oh my gosh. It's beautiful all the way across. There's just no yeah. bad place to be there. Uh, Field BC right across the board. That's where yep. Emerald Lake Lodge is. Everybody should stop okay. there because it's really close to Banff. Is okay. Canada opening soon? Like, are we going to get a chance if they to get there together? Canada. So no. Yeah. So no. <laughs> okay. But all that great health care. We have our problems, but we got to be honest. They have theirs and they need to be honest too. Yeah. A lot of, I have His a lot of Canadian friends. Yeah. And they want to, yeah. Fair enough. Love yeah. Canada, but they Fair need enough. to get their stuff together. Um, Fair enough. But yeah, Jasper, absolutely worth the drive. Yeah. Banff, worth the drive. Um, unpopular opinion, Whistler is nicer than Banff in every way. Mm. Um, but More Lake, expensive, though. Yeah, but sitting out in front of the lodge about at Lake the same, Louise. Lake I mean, Louise, though, oh. is not in Banff. It's about 30 no, miles yeah. west of Banff. Oh. People think it's right there, but no. Lake Louise is its own, and it's at the Fairmont. And the Fairmont is... $18 a Manhattan, but they're delicious. <laughs> it doesn't matter if you're sitting there in the summer or the winter on it's the back porch. Beautiful. It's beautiful. Yeah. It's covered in tourists that you will learn to hate, but it's a beautiful place to go. Got it. So, but yep. 100% worth a drive. Aren't we but, also those tourists? Yeah, no, not, not what count. you think. Uh, it's less Americans than you think, actually. Fair enough, fair enough. Yeah. Anyway. Okay. All right. But 100% worth a drive, but yeah. I still, I would put Zion at the top of the list. Okay. And you've got Bryce right next door yep. and Moab on your way out. Yeah. And then Grand Junction, which is Colorado National Monument. And then you've got Pikes Peak on the way out of there. Boom. Yeah. I'm excited for all of those. <laughs> Dan doesn't know anything about ride. Dro- ride. D- yeah. D- drives? Huh? Dan drives. Dan doesn't know anything about the drives. Dan. That kind of stroke. Yeah. Okay, well, I'll have you write my itinerary before I go. Does anybody else smell toast? No, I'm just hungry. Sorry. <laughs> I am too. I do that a lot, actually. A lot of people message me and say, I'm going here. What should I do along the way? Oh, That's cool. one of my specialties. So I love, love to do, actually. So I would cool. love to help you with that okay. if you go back. Yeah. And if you want to know where the Chick-fil-A's are, I can help you. Yeah. <laughs> Salt Lake City is the last one on the way to Zion, by yeah, the way, yeah. just so you know. So The last Chick-fil-A? Yeah. Because you want to go through oh, Park God. City, and there isn't one in Park Chicks. City. So you go Salt Lake City, Park City, then Moab. I think I can go without the Chick-fil-A. I was joking. He's serious. He's being really you serious. Know, no, Don't I mean, go on yeah, a Sunday. Yeah, exactly. A woman's frown on it. I'm That's just going to be The only okay. time I want Chick-fil-A is on a Sunday. That's the only... <laughs> That's I'm like, true. I want a milkshake. And I don't know how many times I've driven to a Chick-fil-A and been like... <laughs> well, there's no line. Yeah. Oh, it's because uh. they closed. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> well, so what else about you should we know? Come on. Tell us everything. Oh, my God. Tell us about yeah. your dog. Yeah. Oh, my dog. <laughs> no, really. Tell us Did about your dog. Did you give her like a really name? Nothing like stupid like those people that name themselves their dog after themselves, right? <laughs> like you didn't name your dog okay, Josie, okay, did you? Okay, oh. okay. <laughs> Slow your roll, pal. It wasn't my fault. Okay. Um, I do want to hear this story. It wasn't my fault. Because I'm just imagining a household. It's a great story. Josie, start. who wants dinner? <laughs> Not you. It's never me. I've learned that if my parents sound excited when they say my name... They're it's talking the dog. to the dog. Yeah, I get that. Too. If they sound kind of like, yeah, yeah, you know, mm-hmm. irrelevant about it, then <laughs> it's me. Um, Happiness, it's the dog. Disappointment, yeah. mm-hmm. <laughs> that's me. Josie peed on the rug, <laughs> and it wasn't the dog. <laughs> so yeah, okay. Um, she gets excited. My parents rescued her when I was actually away. I, I was actually at a world show, I think, and. Um, they, a friend of a friend, whatever, uh, realized that this dog needed to be rescued. So, and my parents have a thing for golden retrievers. I mean, we all do, but my, my dad has a real soft spot for goldens. So 
they rescued her, her name already being Josie. She was six years old. And like, what do you do? You change the dog's name when, when she's six? No, I can't do that. We can't already do have that. one of those. <laughs> <laughs> she comes home from Worlds. We changed your name. Well, that's what <laughs> I said. The dog keeps it. Yeah, yeah exactly. I volunteered to go by another name, but you know what? Nothing stuck. You're now Elizabeth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Sorry, niece. <laughs> you talk about a dog winning the lottery. <laughs> right? Exactly. Yeah. So I came with my name. I'm going to come to this family. I'm going to be treated like a king. Queen. When I'm num- queen. I'm, queen. I'm sorry. Queen. And I'm going to be the number one Josie. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah. Nice. It's okay. I've made peace with it. She's a lot cuter than have I am. You? So it makes sense. Have you? Yeah, I'm fine. Yeah, I'm okay? fine. Yeah, exactly, fine. Exactly. I'm fine. She's like, I don't have to pee outside. It's fine. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why they make me, but I don't have to. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. So that's the dog story. Nice. There's not much else to it. What else is there to know? What I like it's a threatening question towards us. Like we're supposed to be like, uh, do you see yourself staying with Dirtfish and continuing the media role? Yeah. Well, well, changing roles. You want to be an instructor? You said that. I would like to. um, I think Dirtfish is somewhere that I see myself for a long, a long portion of my life. I just don't know if I'm ready to start that just yet. You know, I have things that I'd like to accomplish before I, uh, m- you know, live here full time. You, you know, I, ke- I keep saying I love, I love to travel. I, I want to I really want to buy a van. That's my current thing. I want to buy a van and go road tripping for a year or something. And um, that's the nice thing about rally is it's just in one spot. You don't ever have to travel <laughs> to go there. So. <laughs> right. I mean, that's the really benefit of it. So yeah. Yeah. I don't want to be paying Seattle rent. I didn't tell you to live Nobody here. Nobody wants yeah. to live. Just, you, you, yeah. can, you can very much get a sprinter van and, and, go yeah. see the world so so that's that's what i'd like to do first but yes i would like to end up at dirtfish absolutely um the interview process is tough right mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. did you have to go through the interview process mm-hmm. to get the job that's, yeah. did you? that's I really like cool that. Yeah. Yeah. i had to like pitch that. it yeah. i had to pitch it yeah your dad seems like the type yeah. well, in a good way so yeah. he doesn't actually do mm, anything no wait that sounded bad <laughs> i know what you <laughs> meant your dad is a lot dirtfish yes. is operational without him if that makes sense yeah. he's not involved in the day-to-day right, is what i'm yeah. trying to say <laughs> that sounded terrible edit that out but um <laughs> he's not involved in the day-to-day uh it's completely you know self-sufficient and all that jazz justin our ceo is is doing a great job running the place and i mean i'm not saying this just because i work there every single person that works at dirtfish genuinely loves that place oh i can wouldn't tell. want to be doing anything yeah. yeah and you can tell when you show up you know and what I really admire <clears throat> about the people at Dirtfish, people running it, you know, guys in the tractor shed, everything, everyone at Dirtfish, th- there's no conversation ever about it, about it becoming the big organization thing. You know, yeah. it's never going to gonna lose its roots, which I really, really admire and appreciate and, and is completely driven by the people who work there every day. You know, the respect for the place is incredible. And I, I really do attribute that to it being built in a respectful and and truthful way to exist in the rally world, you know? Well, everybody we've talked to from there, and it's a lot, really loves Dirtfish. Like, that's a rare thing to find in a company. Like, people are really passionate about what they do, and they really are proud they work there, Mm -hmm. which is really cool. It makes the experience as a a customer, when I was a paying customer, really great, actually. I loved it there. It was just really fun. So glad. Would you drive the STIs or the BRZs? STIs. This is, what was I Five years ago? Six years Did ago? Did we have the BRZs by then? No. No. We didn't. Got it. No. But I went on a nice rainy day, which was like partially snowing, which is great. It's the best. It's so fun. And it was just like, yeah, sideways all day. This is great. So. Yeah. It's called fishtailing, Dan. Yeah. That's why they call it dirt fish. I was fishtailing in the dirt. <laughs> yep. Learned that today. <laughs> well, speaking of dirt fish, we will be invading your land on the 17th. Mm. Wow. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I, I, was, I was waiting for it, but wow. I Whoa. don't even know uh, yeah. how to react to that. I, I mean, I am so proud of you. Uh, like, usually stupid uh, comes out of me, but wow. I'm probably uh, going to have to edit that out. Oh, just, no, I'm no, just no. going to leave it as a long blank space. And you know what? At least you're aware. Oh, you know? yeah. At least totally. you're aware. <laughs> Wait, so what? You're coming on the 17th? Yeah, because it's the Avance Off-Road Day at Dirtfish on the back lot, which we are so thankful for. And we're bringing the yes. monkeys. We're bringing the monkeys, oh, yeah. Oh, my goodness. I might even ride the lawnmower down. I'll, throw I'll a- come out and visit you guys. <laughs> I just went for a big walk around there the other day on your off-road course. You guys have really... You made it cool. Well, thanks to Brandon Ben Powell yep. and his crew, because yep. he manages Avant Off Road, yep. and it is going to be a ton of fun. I will be there. Nick will be there with the 17th. We will be 
bringing the monkeys down. Did you know that if you drive that course, you probably don't know this yet, and you get some of that bark in your skid plate and then you drive home, mm. it catches fire. <laughs> I don't know if that's a dirtfish thing or a my Subaru thing, but uh, I'm just saying it. So, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, uh, that That's I want your initiation. Yes, actually, <laughs> set your car on fire. I've Welcome. Had, <laughs> I've had worse initiations. Yeah, yeah. So we will be there the seventeenth all day, Fabulous. and I want to make sure people know this is a spectator-friendly event. It is the rules have changed. Things are open. You can come down and just watch. You do not have to be an Avance member to sign up and do this course. Uh, you will be afterwards because everybody <laughs> does. Uh, but come hang out with us. Yeah, come hang out. We have a massive tent uh it will probably not blow away no promises the avance one might um <laughs> we should get some tent stakes does adam know about that yet <laughs> yeah, i don't know still know if he knows oh, okay stack. okay good okay yeah, yeah well we'll have uh stickers t-shirts and everything else uh giveaways from griot's garage remember rcs 10 if you don't if you aren't a winner um if you send it real hard and break something you might be a winner that'll increase your <laughs> chances probably not worth the hundred dollar kit we'll give you but uh it's way more fun to do it that way yeah <laughs> well, and while we're advertising things that are spectator friendly, I know I mentioned it earlier, but Rally Cross Fest, run by Northwest Rally and Mod Racing, will be at Dirtfish the 20, what did I say? 23rd, 24th? 20 Whatever that I Saturday thought, and I Sunday. I 22nd, but yeah. 22nd, 23rd, 24th? Well, if you go to dirtfish.com, you can check it up on their we events didn't calendar. We did the be... interview process. Yeah. I don't know when it is. The 24th <laughs> and 25th, guys. Those are the Got official okay. dates. 24th, 25th at Dirtfish. And will you be there? Rally Cross Fest. You I will be, be driving okay. my... Oh, I'll be driving. I was excited. Now she comes up <laughs> with an idea. <laughs> <laughs> I don't... Listen, everyone makes fun of me. There's no good way to say it. The Mercour... Oh, that's a, a Merker, cool. as yeah. the Americans Merker. say. A Merker. A Merker. This yeah, is I like just... her New Zealand car. It's a Mercury, <laughs> darling. A Mercury. It's a Buick. Does, okay. it, have a, does it have a cougar on the front? <laughs> oh okay, yeah. He's Merker. Had, he's had Boy, one somebody's, bourbon. Somebody's been in Europe. It's a Mercury. It it's a Mercury. Mercury, okay? Okay, whatever. It's a Mercury Cougar. Yeah. No, you will be, be a Mercur. Mercur. Okay. XR4TI with the high-rise wing. Yeah. Yeah. Stalker. Yes, that that is it. Um, no, actually, I like, like her. <laughs> yeah. Yes, she is getting. I just liked her car. <laughs> Stalker. <laughs> and the dog. She's yeah. getting. Yeah, she's getting fitted with a uh, skid plate right now as we speak. Yeah. Um, she's gonna get fitted with a roll cage. So right now she's a rally cross car, and soon, hopefully, knock on wood, twenty twenty two, she'll be stage ready. Sweet. That's awesome. Very cool car. Yeah. So I'm pumped. Another cool car from the Murray family? That's shocking. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I think they've only got one or two. Right. Anyway. (laughs) (laughs) I wouldn't know. They don't let me anywhere near that stuff. Uh, Exactly. (laughs) Where's the cars at? Uh, Oklahoma. (laughs) You're actually a part of the liability form that people have to fill out. It's not the first or the last liability (laughs) form I'll be on. Like, do you know this man? (laughs) Nope. Yeah. Well, Josie, thank you so much. We had a really fun time. Thank you. Having you on the show. It was a really good time. Oh, you guys are the best. I feel so, like, fancy being on this podcast. <laughs> she is very posh. I mean, oh, yeah, totally. you think so? I lived in New England. Oh, no, New Zealand. It's funny because it's the opposite, so. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, thank you for being here. Uh, for this episode of Rain City Supercars, I'm Nick. I'm Dan, and don't just get there. Enjoy the drive. <laughs>